0: Hello and welcome to the REIT Report. I'm your host, Sarah Borks from Quito, and today we're taking a behind-the-scenes look at NARIT's Leader in the Light Awards with one of the 2020 judges, Cliff Majersik. Cliff is Senior Advisor for Policy and Programs at the Institute for Market Transformation. Cliff, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you very much and Happy New Year, Sarah.
0: Thank you. So I'd like to start by asking you to describe your background a little bit and how that enables you to Uh, to assess the best ESG practices adopted by REITs?
1: Of course. Well, the Institute for Market Transformation, IMT, and I have been working with dozens of REITs for over a decade. Uh, We are helping REITs to improve the performance of their buildings, and that is necessarily a, a real challenge. You have to marshal many moving parts to improve building performance, everything from
0: uh, energy
1: efficiency uh, now increasingly to health and resilience and the equity and benefits for the community. Um, you have to marshal pieces like corporate policy and corporate structure, capital planning, financing, leasing, permits and entitlements, so uh, IMT works to help REITs uh, line up all of those pieces, and, and we work as something of a translator to help uh, REITs and, and uh, work with policymakers and financiers, investors, and uh, architects and engineers to um, recognize the value of high-performance buildings and help everybody row in the same direction. So we have a perspective of both working directly with REITs and and working with investors and uh, the governments, state and local and federal, with whom REITs must work. So I think it gives us a pretty broad perspective on uh, ESG performance of REITs.
0: And what were some of the main challenges that REITs faced in 2020?
1: Well, unsurprisingly, like every other company on Earth, um, REITs faced the challenge of a global pandemic pandemic. Um, And that is a a huge challenge because uh, REITs now have to compete with sort of pandemic alternatives. Offices must compete with telework. Hotels must compete with virtual conferences. Retail must compete with e-commerce. And uh, all of this involves uh, having to convince your tenants, their employees, their customers to choose to use your buildings Um, And you have to do that by making your buildings comfortable, productive, desirable, and above all, safe. So it's not enough even just for the buildings to be safe. The the occupants must feel safe. And this requires clear and ongoing communication with tenants and their employees and their customers to to provide that level of, of safety and desirability so that you can compete.
0: And are there any particular case studies among the 2020 leader in the light like entrants that particularly stand out to you?
1: Yes, there are. There, there, it was a strong field. Um, two uh, REITs that stand out as having done a particularly good job of um, reassuring their tenants uh, by relying on uh, best practices and science uh, of protecting uh, occupant health are Alexandria and Kilroy. And in both cases, they received uh, certifications and awards for, for um, being standout performers from the two leading um, building health uh, certifications, Well and FitWell. Uh, and in both cases, they were able to accomplish that while cutting their energy use, their carbon, their water, and their waste. Uh, which is particularly impressive because there is uh, a real challenge. Uh, a lot of the traditional ways of improving health, things like imp- increasing outdoor air, also can come with an energy penalty. And I could speak more to that in a moment. I'd also say um, that it's really particularly important in the, this context to work with your tenants, to partner with them and, and communicate w- with them in new ways to help keep occupants safe, not just of of any particular tenant, but the collective of all tenants are affected by each other, Uh, and doing that all while saving energy and improving ESG performance. So uh, having uh, green or win-win leases that provide a higher level of information and um, align the incentive of the landlord and tenant is now more important than ever. Uh, And we've seen a lot of companies, including the ones I just mentioned, but also Boston Properties and Digital and Prologis and, and JBG Smith and Kimco, Um, that have uh, put in place these win-win green leases. And they've been recognized uh, by the IMT, Department of Energy, Green Lease Leaders Recognition Program for for doing so. So uh, now more than ever, it's important for the landlords and tenants to be working together. And then there's the the challenge of the recovery, uh, the economic recovery. And and, um, Kimco, I think, has um, really stood out there more than two-thirds of their tenants in April either had to shut down entirely or they had to go to um, remote pickup instead of their traditional operations. That was enormously disruptive to them, Uh, and many of those are small businesses. So Kimco actually, at its own expense, um, provided resources to help these tenants navigate the process of qualifying for relief, including the paycheck, Paycheck Protection Program, and for doing things like getting permits to do outdoor dining. And uh, th- that, I think, really made the difference. That's a, a long-term perspective, um, recognizing that investing in their tenants, investing in their tenants' survival will, will pay off, and it's the right thing to do for the community. Um, we've really been impressed by the way REITs have, have stepped up, um, given the unprecedented challenge of the pandemic, to give back to their communities, to give back socially and to achieve a higher purpose. So uh, I, I think it's, um, there's a lot to be proud of and I was really impressed as I reviewed the applications for the Leader in the Light Award.
0: And looking ahead to 2021, are there areas of ESG innovation that you'll be closely watching and what role do you think REITs could be playing?
1: Absolutely. Well, again, uh, you know, the pandemic is, is not just going to be a 2020 phenomena. It won't even just be a 2020 and 2021 phenomena. I think leading REITs and others are already beginning to plan for the next pandemic. So I think it's, it's going to be really incumbent to, to be forward looking and to think about not bouncing back to normal, but bouncing forward to a new normal, a new, more resilient normal. And as I said, if you if you go and use sort of traditional practices around things like um, heating and ventilation, there's a real energy penalty that could be paid um, for some of the steps that would be needed to protect health. Um, and companies are going to need to invest in new equipment to protect, to protect health. They can take this opportunity to sort of kill two birds with one stone uh, and put in place better systems that are not only more protective of health with more outside air, better filtration, um, but also are uh, more uh, energy efficient, that have better energy performance, uh, can help uh, companies to achieve their, their climate goals uh, and to save money for themselves and their tenants on utilities. And technologies like that include direct outdoor air systems, variable refrigerant flow systems, heat pumps, demand-controlled ventilation, and energy recovery ventilation. Uh, and so all of those strategies um, uh, can help improve health, uh, improve energy performance, uh, and cut costs. Uh, and it's uh, the, the necessity of investing to protect health provides a great opportunity for companies to achieve all of these things at the same time and, and position their buildings to be more resilient going
0: forward. Great. Cliff, thank you so much for your time today.
1: My pleasure, Sarah. Have a good day.
0: Thank you. And to our listeners, to learn more about REITs and ESG issues, be sure to visit Nareit's website, reit.com.